what you want to do is just is find this raving fan base and drive them to your site for remarketing purposes. Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 40. And this is part two with John Loomer. It's all about Facebook. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's get right into the conversation. Created my, you know, my profile, my, my Facebook page, my Twitter account, my YouTube, and all that stuff. And I didn't really know what I was gonna do. My, my Google Plus account, you know, everything. Yeah, Pinterest. I mean, you name it. It's, it's out there. It's not that I spread, my, you know, ended up spreading myself too thin. But you have to experiment to figure out, you know, where your audience is, where you can get make the most impact. Um, I'm not convinced that Facebook is too competitive, because again, the the ability to target. Yeah. So, yeah. So let let's say you only have you know five dollars a day to spend or whatever it is. Um, you start with just those people who have visited your site, for example, uh, or on your email list. That that could be a very small audience, but just focus on them, or just focus on driving those people to your site uh, through through uh, targeting interests, similar interests, and whatnot. What you want to do is just is find this raving fan base and drive them to your site for remarketing purposes. That there's just, I, I'm just not convinced that Facebook in particular, and really Twitter too, because now you have the remarketing abilities there. I, I think there's more of an argument almost that it's too competitive on Twitter because that because there is no algorithm. And like I, I had just a somewhat civil disagreement with somebody on Twitter today because you know I get the typical comments. Hey, from people. You, you, you stun me that somebody could get into an argument on Twitter. You know? <laughs> There, there was someone who, it would never, it would never happen, would it? There was someone who commented to me about how Twitter, how Facebook reach is dying, and how you have to, you can only pretty much similar conversation. How you have to pay to to reach your fans, and all that. And I, like this is that's completely untrue. Um, the facts don't actually back that up. And by the way, how many people, how many people just viewed that tweet? It is wrote. Well, uh, I, I just want to interrupt. I just loved, I just loved your article on when you it really seemed to come from the heart when you made that article when when people were really complaining about reach had been cut back and and you just kind of not tore into them but say look guys and ladies you've had you've had a really good run here and it's been really really um fantastic and it still can be but we are dealing with a company that is there to make money. But it's not just there to make money. I think making money is secondary, though. Yeah. Um, they have to create a good user experience in order to make yeah. money, right? So it's not that they don't care about making money, but they can't make that the first priority is making money at the, at the expense of user experience, and then people won't use Facebook. Yeah. The, the, the evidence is there that what they do is proper for the algorithm because – how long has it been and it continues to grow and people are there at ridiculous rates every single day. <laughs> Mind-boggling, mind-boggling rates. It's silly. It? Whereas it's really, really difficult to keep that growth going. Do, you think, it, do you think it could be a substantial reason for the decline of, of America? The lack of profiteering? Because <laughs> they're all on Facebook. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so... Um, I've lost my train of thought there. There, well, I, I think because we're talking about reach, yeah. organic reach, and yeah. Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. Um, but 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 my point being, like in Twitter with no algorithm, 
Like if you're not in my le- my last four tweets and you didn't tweet at me, I'm not going to see your tweet. You're buried in two seconds. Whereas on Facebook, Facebook's trying to surface the stuff to me that I care about most. They really are. I know people roll their eyes about that, especially marketers. They really are. And because if, if they don't, then I'm not going to be on Facebook. So my feed is moving much more slowly and the stuff I care about should be there. Um, so in my, in my, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I know why, but we obsess over Facebook reach because Facebook tells us what it is. The truth is our Twitter reach is horrendous. And Google, Google Plus is definitely no better. Um, I, I just we, we, for some reason, look at Facebook and users on Facebook like being our email list where they're a stationary target. And like, if I throw this out there, it should reach everybody. And that's just ridiculous. Like, not everybody's on Facebook today. Not everyone was on when you posted it. Not everyone cares about your stupid stuff. And um, so if you want it to be a Twitter feed, it's going to be worse. If, if we had this many people, 1.4 billion or whatever people on Facebook for 30 minutes a day posting crazy amounts of information with no algorithm, you complain about your reach now, the people who want to see your stuff would never see it because it would be buried in a second. So yeah, that's, I, 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 that, that topic I get riled up really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's a good point. I just think the two are really two very different animals. And what's worse yeah. is when people try and, you know, what I say to people is, for, for goodness gracious, don't use the things that you put on Twitter and then put them on Facebook. Because yeah. I say, you know, just peeve people off. And yeah. it's a total different animal. I want to ask you, um, you did mention it, Google+. Plus. Um why is why is it such a train wreck, John? You know why why you know you've got some of the smart you know smartest people in North America and they it's like it's like seeing a death a slow motion death, isn't it? And uh, they they but, keep, they keep trying sounds- everything, but it doesn't it just doesn't work. Do you think they in the end they're just gonna admit failure or can they? Uh, somebody said to me they can't let it go because they're losing too much data to Twitter and Facebook and then they and they don't have access to that data and that's why they just won't let the beast go. Really, what's yeah, your I feeling? Mean, first of all, I think uh, tough to say. I, I have a hard time saying it was a failure, and, and this is why. Um, it's not their area of expertise. Uh, and ultimately what they're doing, I know Google Plus lovers who, who use it uh, religiously hate this, but it is a copycat of Facebook. Let's, let's be frank. That's, that's what it is. And it's, it's, it's not as successful as Facebook. But look, if Facebook can't crack search, though, either. They, they haven't quite figured out search. Yeah. And Facebook's tried to copy so many things with apps that are just utter and complete failures. But they don't care. They, that, they do that. They create failures in order to learn. Uh, from, from you know how it is people use things, and that's what happens when you have a lot of money. You just throw stuff around and experiment and all that stuff. I think maybe the the mistake is that from the start, it, it, people we looked at this, and maybe even Google looked at this. If it doesn't succeed, what a colossal mistake! Whereas I I still think you know even though I'm not someone who who uses Google Plus really, um, I I don't see it as a failure. Uh, it's just really hard for anyone to do more than their core competency really well. Yeah, I think... Business uh, or an individual. I just want to clarify there. I think um, I was a little bit unfair there. I think it's a a concept. The concept of circles was actually intellectually quite interesting, John. Um, I think 
linking their business profile in this very vague way is a bit of a mess. And also, uh, I think some of their ideas are really fantastic, but yeah. it was it was the implementation that has failed. It, it's um, like honestly, though, if, they, if it were to come out when Facebook did, I think they'd be fine. Um, it's just a matter of why would I be here instead of Facebook? Because it's really the same thing when it comes down to it. It's just naming. How, how about the search? Things. I mean, they, everyone talks about Google search and right. some of the other things that Google's doing, like the Google Hangout, for example. I mean, they, yeah, I mean that supposedly helps your website is driving stuff. For example, if you put your blog on your website and then push it up on to Google Plus, supposedly it helps the SEO. Supposedly. They've also got rid of, what is it, the, where, where your user profile appears in search. Uh, the, 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 if you are the author of a, a blog post and it's connected to your Google Plus account, it used to show up with your image there right. um, in Google search it, results, and they killed that, which is kind of surprising to and me. And if you have a Google Mail or some other mails, they still have some interaction, which is pretty slick, where you can pull yeah. up. It'll populate all your information on the person's yeah. contact form. I, on I, think Google, it's, yeah. I think it's great. I think Google Plus concept is great, but it's too similar to Facebook. So while, yes, you have the photographers, you have really techie people, they have this, this niche of people it really, really appeals to. Right. But otherwise, why would you move from Facebook? You know, the baby boomer user, casual user who's not doing it professionally, it's not, it's not user-friendly as Facebook. It's not as user-friendly. Well, I mean, it's not even so much that. It's just that my friends are over here on Facebook. They're not on Google+. So they're basically the same thing otherwise. Whether Google, people who use Google+, Plus, you know, want to admit to that, it is. What is why should I be on there? So... Um, if it had come out 10 years ago, I think Google Plus would be a huge success. It's just, you know, they're, they're ultimately copying Facebook. That's really what it is. They're not well, offering something that's a hugely different that you can use in addition to. They, they really have to move from. Uh, the average user won't be using both Facebook and Google Plus. Yeah. It's, you know. Another one that's interesting, that but their CEO, and I think they are doing some interesting things, um, is LinkedIn. And obviously, yesterday they um, bought Linda.com. And um, one of our panelists on our live show is one of the chief instructors on Linda.com. Um, so he's going to be working for LinkedIn there. It yeah. was quite. Um, so, what's your feelings? Do you think. Um, obviously, LinkedIn have been trying to. They've been trying a number of things, haven't they? But they, they, they do seem to want to become a social network and they want to get yeah. people on there much more. Do you think they stand any chance and what's your feelings about what they've been doing? You know, I, I feel like I am no longer LinkedIn's target audience <laughs> because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not ever going to look for a job ever again, hopefully. <laughs> So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as being a, like a resume that I need to make sure I keep updated. And in general, I hate LinkedIn. <laughs> I really do. Because I even remember like in the beginning that that was one of the profiles that I would update and like create a group and all that stuff. And I was trying to figure out my way and going into those groups like, oh my God, the spam and the crap and like all these people trying to connect to me that just... And that, this is before I had any recognition at all where anyone even knew it. But there's just so much spam and people like spamming my inbox and like spamming these groups. And uh, I, I hate LinkedIn. But uh, so I guess I'm the wrong person to ask. 
Because I, I know it has think, value. I think we move on quick. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Jonathan, um, real quick note. I think what we can do on this, we went over the 30 minutes. We do two yeah. episodes, 30 minutes apiece. If you don't mind, I'll go another 15 minutes. I'll make 39 and 40 and make this two episodes in two weeks. It's a very good episode, John. Yeah, I think you look, are you happy to continue for a bit? 15 more minutes? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, right, right. And, and if you don't mind, I'm going to sneak in one more question here on Facebook. Yeah, sure. You talked about uh, Google copying Facebook, what's Facebook doing with their online streaming, not streaming, but their clips right now, their video clips? Well, I mean, Facebook for, for some time has had, I, mean, I guess for the last year plus, they've at least been talking about it, the autoplay video. Now, in terms of actually be doing a live streaming video, I mean, we've got nothing clear now. I mean, you can use plugins and, and right. whatnot to to within within your Facebook page to have like this live event, um, and I mean Facebook does that for their live events. Uh, but is it something like in your news feed? This live event's going to start playing. That's not something that's there right now. Uh, but you got to think. I mean, it just goes hand in hand with their autoplay video that they're doing now. It's just the autoplay is an uploaded autoplay now. Their video is unique, though. I mean, it's, it's definitely competition to YouTube in some aspects, and YouTube is very successful. You know what's what's hilarious is like when. Facebook announced autoplay video, man, it might have been a year and a half, two years ago. I don't, I don't even remember how long ago it was. First of all, I was skeptical, uh, but everybody and their mothers are like, there's no way this is going to work. This is gonna, everyone's going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. I already hate it, and I don't even see it. And, and then it has been one of the biggest game changers. Because it's not what people were expecting, where it's like, oh, this video is just going to pop up and take over my screen, and it's going to be sound and all that stuff. It's really pretty engaging. And um, so you go through your news feed, and like I watch way more video than I ever used to <laughs> yeah, yeah. as a result yeah. of like, uh, and, but I don't even click on a lot of it. I just like, I'll stop and I'll watch it. Yeah. And that's, that's one lesson that we need to make sure that video doesn't need sound to be, uh, to offer value. It was, um, it was implemented quite cleverly. They yeah. must've done, they must've done a lot of research and it, the things that were said about that were very similar in some ways to the things that were said about they they weren't ever going to be able to work out mobile. Oh God, that one that you was know, yeah, that was know. so silly. I and mean, it, it was in the early stages, yeah. And it really came from a lot of established digiter digit what I call it digiteria. You know, the kind of yeah. the um, tech news people, tech crunch. You know, it came from really people that should have known better, sure. uh, but they they don't know. Um, so another thing, you've changed your kind of um, product mythology, haven't you? Because you used to offer courses, um, precise courses that you used to yeah. sell. And, and in your recent post, you said that you, you're getting away from that model. You were frustrated with it and you're running a membership, ongoing membership. Yeah. Um, what was, what were the things that were frustrating you about, you know, the kind of call structure and, and you decided to go on to an online, uh, monthly membership kind right. of, uh, so, I mean, I think that the courses had a place in what I was in my, in the growth of my business. So a year and a half, two years ago, I, I launched my first course and it was eye opening, like the, the, the demand for that and how many I was able to sell. And it was awesome. Um, and then a few months later, it was outdated and I had to create another one. And I always have been over-delivering, so I would create 60 total. Like my, my latest power is uh, three sub-courses, 60 total written lessons, 60 total videos. And it's a lot of information that is, again, quickly outdated. 
Um, and which is good and bad being out quickly outdated in that uh, it gives me something to do and reason for people to come to my site because they can't keep up. Um, but scaling then, because ultimately what I see for myself is as I want the business to grow, I want to, I mean, the ultimate dream is to work less and make more. Uh, but I guess be more efficient, really, uh, uh, more than anything. It's, um, and I knew this model was out there to, to do a, a membership, but it just makes more sense based on the way things are constantly changing. So you can still buy courses from me. I, I will eventually shut them off because they'll be too outdated. But for my membership, uh, what I'm doing now, so yeah, I, nothing changes if you're used to getting my free content, getting a blog post every week. I still write that blog post every week. But basically what I'm doing is if, and you'll see this if you're on my email list, if you read my blogs and get to the bottom, I will always write a related blog post that digs a little bit deeper that's for my members only. Um, so I do a weekly blog post for those people, a weekly webinar for those people. They get huge discounts. on So these instead of courses, I will do a workshop now, which is basically a 90-minute webinar every two months. If you're a member, you get it for 20 bucks. If you're a non-member, it's 147. So, you know, I'm, again, trying to push people towards that membership. And um, so, so as a result, what we have here with this membership, it's, and also there's a private Facebook group with it. What we have here is essentially um, an interactive training course is ongoing at all times. I don't have to worry about it being outdated. This weekly webinar is keeping you up to date on all the changes and everything you need to know. I have how-tos and all that stuff that would otherwise be shared in a, in a, in a course anyway. And um, it's more of like a real-time training course. And it, it just makes more sense for me. Um, than, than what I was doing before. And monthly, I mean, the other thing with, with my old model is that, yeah, I'd launch a new course and blow it out for a month and get all this revenue. And then I'd back off for a month and my wife, who's also my accountant, looking at me like, where's the money? Because there's <laughs> huge peaks and valleys as a result. Whereas if you've got a membership, it, you've got that strong foundation of this monthly recurring every single month. Oh, it's stuff you like recurring revenue, isn't it, John? Yeah. Um, in your range, because I think, you know, I do, you know, you are our guest, but I, I, I wouldn't say this unless I believed it. I think some of your training material on this on the subject is some of the best. Um, I do, um, and you do put a lot of work into it. Um, I know you do. But um, is there is there anything in... For the individual that's not a total newbie to Facebook or social media, they're not a total. They know they know a little, you know, a fair bit, but they're looking. They, they want to ramp it up. They want they want to use advertise. They've built their pro. They have people on their profile. They have done work on their page, but now they want to go mm. into the world of advertisement. So they're not. Um, they're not a marketer. They, they're not um, working for our agency. Is there things that you offer in your packages to guide somebody that wants to get a result through advertisement? Um, I mean, a couple of things I offer. I do the one-on-one as well. Yes. So, yeah, I've, I've, that seems very good value, actually. Yeah. So, I, you know, I haven't take on, taken on clients now for over a year because that is, again, one of those things, trying to be more efficient I mean, you take on clients, as you know, uh, one single client can take up a ton of your time. 
And I'm trying to build up this online brand and all this stuff, and it takes away from that. So, but in place of that, now I'm doing these 45 minute um, Skype sessions where we do we share screens and we talk through your your, your strategy and, and your obstacles. We we can look at your ads and what's available. We can actually walk through you know adding pixels to your site and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I mean that's one thing I, I would recommend. But otherwise, it's just you know maybe it's a matter of reading some of the things that I read. Yeah, what's I mean, the kind of – because I actually think there's a gap. Um, there's a lot of materials that tell you, you know, how to set up your page, um, how, you know, the fundamentals, you're really newbie. And then there's there seems to be a set of materials that, you know, like what you delve in um, – that go into great detail, um, you know, where you're a really hardcore advertiser and you're looking. But that in-between space, I was a little bit disappointed. Are there some online resources that you would recommend? Actually, one reason, uh, the, the time I first started thinking about moving away from training courses was late last year where I kind of saw some writing on the wall that I heard that Facebook was going to start putting out some of this free material. Um, they just started releasing these things during the last couple weeks. Um, so you can actually take a Facebook-sponsored training course now for free that's, that's more beginner-based. Um, but they also have templates, ad templates, and, and things like that as well. That, that they're, they're actually a pretty decent resource to go through oh, no. um, right now. Oh, yeah, they, for, they, especially they, so they definitely not like Google because anything, uh, any training material that comes from Google, it's unreadable, isn't it? I yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't know who they've got right. It's designed for uh, brainiacs. Google's designed for yeah. brainiacs. Well, and, and Facebook's was pretty poor before as well. And and I mean, it's just all through the help center and incomplete often. But they're they're working hard. Uh, I, I wish you could give you a link to it now. I, I could give it to you later. Maybe we could put it in the yeah, show sure. notes, but. Yeah. You know, you know, we haven't mentioned this, but we'll mention your uh, your website throughout the show. We'll put your notes, links. It'll it'll all be there. Well, I think right. we've I think we've had a good um, we've had a really good chat. Is there anything? Oh, I'd like to just finish with one last question. Um, what sure. I get a question you, too. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> we have about um, eight minutes. Yeah. Right. Um, what do you, are there anything that you feel that we're not aware of in the? I'm not going to go any further than let's say the next twelve months. But how do you? Are there any things that you feel in your gut that the direction which Facebook are going are, and do you think they're going to bring anything to the table that might surprise us? I don't have any like uh, super secret. Uh, oh, you must have! You must have! I signed that NDA. No, uh, I mean really. The, the progression of Facebook just tends to fall into four buckets. Hopefully, I don't forget these four buckets now as I go through them. But mobile, I mean, it's moving more and more and more to mobile every single day. So um, expect everything that they do to be focused on that con- continuing going forward. Um, video, as we've seen. So is it going to be like a meerkat type of thing where they're going to do live, live streaming in the news feed? Uh, but any, th- that's clearly a focus for them now. Um, measurement that, that, that is like when they released Atlas and they've been talking about some of these holes in measurement between a, a mobile device and cookies and all that kind of stuff um, so that, I think that's going to be a focus going forward the measurement's going to get better and targeting will continue to get even better um, so and I mean that's always been one of Facebook's 
biggest strengths, especially over the last few years, is the ability to target. And as they collect more and more data, and they've got this mobile ad network as well, which really hasn't been blown out yet, um, that, that's going to improve inventory. Uh, things are just going to get better for the marketer, in my opinion, as long as the user experience remains good and users can p- continue to be there. That's great. Your question, Bill? Wow. That's a lot of information. Hey, first of all, for our listener out there, we know johnloomer.com, J-O-N-L-O-O-M-E-R.com. And on Twitter, the same thing, John, J-O-N, Loomer. That's, that's how you find it. Real easy to find. Yep. I, I just want to say you have an absolute gorgeous website. Uh, oh, the simplicity, I, the functionality of it, it's just really, really good. But Just Genesis, Genesis Framework, by the way. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm a big Genesis fan. Jonathan has found the light and it's converted over. Yeah, Thanks I, to me, I, the, I, the newbie. I, I was a little bit negative about Genesis, but I've been converted yeah. and I'm yeah. doing my new stuff in Genesis. Yeah, I've been working at uh, three basic starter packages for like the blogger, not the blogger, but the podcaster, so they can have a just simple Genesis framework like you. Not simple. Yours is gorgeous. I know how much it's, 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 it is doing. simple, though. It's it's yeah. par- Parallax Pro and yep. really easy to put together. Yep. Good, Beautiful good. site. Um, congrats. I'm sure you uh, work on a lot yourself, too. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, pretty much all the vast majority of the work on the site is. Me. I mean, I've got someone who does the hosting. Right. Um, I'm not a designer, so I get I get a designer who creates images for me that I put on the site and whatnot. But but you uh, understand your site. You're not going to have yeah, someone to steal it. I can't tell you how many folks I meet who don't control their domain, don't have the basics. So they got to understand the basics of WordPress. But that's another issue, and we'll have you back on a couple of their shows. Sure. But the question I had is, I have a unique situation right now. My cousin has created a, a April Fool's joke that yeah. had 10 million, 11 million, or 12 million now since the 2nd of April. Uh, views on 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 YouTube. Mm. What do we do to capture that? To hook into that? Is there any way of taking that <laughs> twelve million hits and doing something with it? What would you do if you were if, it, if you were us? If it was that good, you should also upload it into Facebook. It is. Yeah. It has twelve. It's about equal in Facebook. Twelve million in Facebook. Oh, okay. So do you also promote it? No. Yeah. I mean, look. What are you going to do with that? I don't know what the business is and, and how that's related. Uh, There's no business, but, really. I mean, well, so so if you have this, if this is the type of thing that they want to do in the future, it's related to that April Fool's joke in some way. I hope there's a website related to it. Uh, when you when you upload that that Facebook video, you could have a call to action button to to learn more about the behind the scenes. That's one thing you could do with it immediately. Like, who knows what you're going to do with this? If it's going to become a business or not, create a website just for that April Fool's joke where you just. Talk about all the behind the scenes and how it went together and all yep. that. So you got a call to action button on the Facebook video that drives them back to the to the website, but then they're added to this website custom audience. And then you could even say, hey, you know, I don't know what we're gonna do with this, but subscribe and and stay in in, in the loop for yeah, uh, get the email. That's that's yep. it. That's great advice. That's I mean that's worth a. I really appreciate that. That's a tremendous advice. I've been thinking about what to do with it, and you just told us what to do. Simple. Could be wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> he gives no guarantee. So, okay. uh, uh, thank you so much, John, for coming on the show. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Um, I think you've given some good advice, and you give some... Um, Facebook is a complicated beast if you... If there's, there's... Hope you enjoyed this episode with John Loomer, Jonathan Dinwood, and myself, Bill Conrad. Now for a quick commercial from our sponsors. Yep, our sponsors are Jonathan Dinwood and WP Tonic and Mailwright and me, Bill Conrad, and New Media Gold. 
Jonathan has his SaaS product, that's software as a service. And of course, that SaaS product is mail-right.com. So go on over to MailRight and pick up the free service, which is really nice. And give us your feedback. Also, Jonathan makes some really nice web pages, some high-end ones. He can do just about anything. And last week I said his prices start at $10,000. Well, I was wrong. They start around $3,000, but they can go up from there and they can do, and Jonathan can do, like I said, just about anything you need to do with any type of WordPress-based website. For me, I have New Media Gold. And the purpose of New Media Gold is really educational, but we also set up your framework on Genesis for your website. So it's a DYI concept. It gets you to understand what web pages are all about. It's got some excellent training embedded into the websites. So you really learn WordPress inside and out. If you're a podcaster, it's really all you need. It even will work for a politician in a campaign. Well, that's a long enough commercial for today. We'll see you back next week. And what we're going to do is we're going to dig into Facebook a little bit deeper and go and analyze what some of our guests have brought in front of us. Again, thank you for tuning in to WP-Tonic. Aloha. Aloha.